It's Thursday. You know what that means. Welcome in the highly disputed here on WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. My name is Dylan Bishop, and with me, as always, Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? Happy, uh, happy Final Four. That's not called the Final Four week. Nope, not Final Four. That's yeah. nope, nope. That's the uh, the big the big basketball. This is the NCAA two semifinal national championship week. In case you missed it, which if you're listening to the show, how how are we? How did you get here? How do you not know this? Welcome, Shepherd University football. They did a thing on a Saturday. It was uh, so for the second week in a row, they were they had given up a last second, last minute, uh, go ahead touchdown, uh, with under a minute left. We should say last minute, and then I'll tell you I'll tell you about the last second touchdowns. Oh, buddy, <laughs> we'll get to that. Talk about last second touchdowns. That's what Shepherd is all about because uh, previously against the Notre Dame Fighting Falcons, uh, we had Tyson Bajan throwing a. Touchdown at the last second to Josh Gonteric for the touchdown. About 30 yards, what, 25 yards, something like we'll that. Call it, we'll call it 25 maximum. We'll call it 25 yards. This week, Cutstown, the rematch, the only team this season to beat the Shepherd Rams. They score a touchdown with 30 seconds left after a fumble call at, on an interception on fourth down. So this is where we were. Cutstown had the ball about two minutes left. They got mm-hmm. We got them the fourth down. Shepard was winning by three they run by three, interception on fourth down, and rather than just going down, or just knocking the ball down first off, or just I knocking mean, the ball fourth, down for the best field position, fourth possible. down, you knock the ball straight down, you get the ball at the other team's forty-ish yard line, forty-five yard line. Uh, the game's you know essentially over. They have two timeouts. Take a couple knees. Probably probably run it knowing them. They run it a couple times. I think there was a tie, there was like two timeouts. They could have gotten the ball back. Probably thirty seconds, no timeouts max. I mean, it, and it's it's going to be you know, and I mean, first off, Shepard could have gotten first downs, could have ended it. But let's yep. say they get no yards, right? Um, run the clock down. You know, no timeouts. Uh, minute left tops. Absolute top. You get minute left. Uh, they pin the ball on a decent punt. We'll, we'll hope for a decent punt. I mean, nothing long. Just pin them inside the 20. We can probably do that. Yeah. Uh, so they have no timeouts. Probably um, at that point, you know, 45 seconds left. They need to go 80-plus yards to kick a to, – to win the game. I mean, they would need to score a field goal to tie it. But, uh, you know, it's it's D2. It's college kickers. We know how that goes. So really they need 80 yards. Um that did not happen. That's not the position they were in at that moment. What had happened was we get the interception. We are there in the crowd at Kutztown, uh, apparently full name Kutztown University of Pennsylvania, which I only learned from our friend Shepard Snyder that we had on the show last week. 
Friend of the show. Yes, friend of the show, (laughs) officially. And as soon as the interception happens, me, I think you two, are immediately saying, go down. Go down. Just go down. But he doesn't. He tries to get a return out of it, and he gets tackled. And us in the stands are sitting up there going, okay, well, okay. You know, he didn't go down, but eventually but we got the, you know, we got the ball. Got the ball, and, and there also was a flag on the play for potential targeting. Yes, on the, very, the block. At, at the very least, a bit of a crack on, back During block. the return. Uh, unnecessary. And we are in the stands up going, like, man, this is a long review. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, just call it targeting or not, whatever. It's not a fumble. All of a sudden, the Kutztown crowd starts chanting, that's a fumble, or it's a fumble, whichever one it was. And I pull up the live live broadcast, rewind it a minute, look at the live feed, and I'm like, there's no fumble here. Yeah. And then I've only seen like five seconds of a side shot from a video where it looks like his calf goes down Mm -hmm. as the ball's popping out. I don't know if that counts as if a calf counts as a knee. Apparently, it doesn't yeah. because they ruled it a fumble. They overturned it, which was kind of wild to me, especially at the time having not seen the live angle. So we are there just going, what in the world just happened? They just got the ball. They basically just got a 30-some yard play, 40-some yard play yeah. on fourth down because of the interception of the fumble and the recovery. And, and a clock stoppage. Yes. Uh, a good long timeout which the breather probably helps the defense but it's also an offense that gives you more time to kind of you know you could call two three plays in that huddle at that point to yeah. run that offense as fast and as efficiently as possible and they, they get a first down for the 35 shepherd yep and then cuts down eventually scores a touchdown with about 39 seconds left I think 39 yeah because last week or the week before that I should say Shepard got it with about 28-29, and I remember thinking in the moment, oh, they have jokingly to myself, because at that point I really thought it was over um, after Kutztown took the lead. I'm sitting there thinking, well, they have 10 extra seconds than they did last week. Um, last week, a, a much different situation. They had two a timeouts. Good, they, had, they, had, they had two timeouts. Um, and also last week, um, the defense was a solid defense they faced. They faced a pretty yes, good team. Very good. Really. Just a very well-rounded team in Notre Dame College. Um, the defense they're facing in this game, um, whether they're better or worse, I'd say they're a little better just based on who they've played. Um, they're really good, and they they showed it throughout the day. I mean, Shepard, to that point, um, had 24 points. One was a good drive for a field goal. Uh, the other was a we had a pick six. We had a fumble recovery to set them up. Inside the 30-yard in line in the red zone and for another, an easy touchdown. The other was big, a, long touchdown run by Ronnie Brown. Bit of a, a busted defense, Ronnie Brown hitting the gap. and Yeah, it was fast. honestly not a great performance by the offense. They were playing a very good defense at Kutztown. Yeah. But they get that touchdown, Kutztown does, with, about th- with 39 seconds left. We get the ball, get a few plays down the field. It's starting to look rough. Yeah. Because we're at a round midfield, 40-yard line, not in field goal. It doesn't matter that we're in field goal range because we're down by four. Yeah, and they're at about the forty-yard line. They ne- they don't they get down that far without using their timeout. There are two timeouts, but we're at like eight seconds. Mm-hmm. It was like seven, eight seconds. It was one of those where I think Kutztown was prepared for one more play before a hail mary, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which was fair. It was it was probably that's what I, that's that's what I had said. That's what I figured the, they were going to do. It's what I would have probably 
I mean, would have done if it were me calling the play. Right. I probably would have said, all right, let's try to get a quick five-yard out route, get a five-yard is closer, then we'll throw the Hail Mary. What actually happens is they run the Hail Mary play. Guys go deep down towards the end zone. Tyson Bajan rolls out. Stumbles. Stumbles a little bit. Stumbles out of the pocket where I'm like, it's not just, oh, he's kind of, you know, off balance. He tripped I mean, a little bit. Like it, was, fully, uh, it was kind of like he might fall down. He His his head, not just obviously. His head know, was like below his uh, chest. Yeah. I mean, he was looking face down. There were two good steps. You know when someone yeah. is, is uh, like, almost stumbling slipping on ice falling over. and there's yes. the two, boom, boom, then the fall. Yes. He very well could have just He took those tripped. two. He took those big two I'm about to fall steps. Yes. So we're already off to a rough start. This Recovers. is after, like Dylan said, a few rough plays. Receivers are getting lit up. Uh, yeah. Tyson's being flushed out of the pocket with ease. I mean, it's it's not looking good. But, but he recovers. He throws the ball on the run down the field, down towards the end zone. Kutztown clearly not prepared for the Hail Mary defense of having, like, five guys down by the goal line. No. It's really one-on-one with, like, two or three different receivers. Ball's thrown basically perfectly to... About one or two, one or so yard into the end zone, the tight end Alex Wetzel jumps up, catches the ball, high points it, brings it down, boxed out his defender perfectly, Beautiful. brings it down in the end zone. Second week in a row, Tyson Bajan throws a last second. This one literally last second buzzer beating because the Notre Dame play, there was still a second or two left on the clock. Yeah, they had they had a, they had a few laterals on that kickoff. Um, yes. It wasn't too stressful, but they, they had a This shot. one was a buzzer beater. This was a walk-off. Mm-hmm. Hail Mary play for the game-winning touchdown for the Shepard Rams. Tyson Bajant to Alex Wetzel, putting the Shepard Rams into the national semifinals, the final four of the Division II college football tournament. They will go on this Saturday to play in Big Rapids, Michigan, against Ferris State. The Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. The number one team after the reseed left in the tournament. They were still, they were probably, they were one of the number one seeds going into it. They were likely the number one team. It, not that they announced this or released this, but they were likely the number one overall team in the entire tournament in the country. Yes, they're, you have to say that they're number one in the country. Yeah. So... From Saturday's perspective, frankly, I'm not expecting a win. No. And listen. This is the first time all year as well. Honestly, yeah. Not Every game so game. far this year, I've expected a win. Except, you know, Notre Dame, going into the Notre Dame game, I said if they play the way they played against Finley, they would lose. Mm-hmm. They didn't play the way they played against Finley. And, I mean, you could say, well, it took a last-second touchdown. That was all skill right there. It wasn't as much luck as a Hail Mary. No, it I mean, it was, they ran a play for a touchdown. Yes. I mean, that it was yes. a long-developing, you know, your quarterback, same as Saturday, rolls to his right, gets to the sideline, uh, no, no, nobody in front of him, get out of the pocket. Not even That one really yeah. couldn't even call it a heave to the end zone like Saturday's. I mean, he threw a pass to a spot to a receiver who had, you know, one or two guys on him, and he made a good play. Um, this one, definitely a Hail Mary, but... Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect much this week from them. Um, I'm sure the offense will have, you know, their moments. At least we can hope. I mean, that's all you can hope. Maybe a couple highlight plays here and there. Hope your defense gives you a shot. Maybe the first half you, you hang with them. 
Um, but I just this My, once you get in the Midwest, in the South, in D two, yep. those are totally different programs. Uh-huh. I'm ha- I'm I'm more than happy to win the region because that, I think that's should be a goal for to this me. Team. That's the championship. Yeah, for me, regional for Shepherd, champions, I'll take it. Get Shepherd, to the final that's the four. standard for Shepherd, in my opinion, for football. Yes, you we, you win the region. Anything else after that, that's that's gravy, right? I mean, they made it to the semifinal a few years ago, um, lost to I believe that was uh, North Alabama, South Alabama, North North Alabama. Um, that team, great defense, maybe could have won that game, but that's one of those teams out of the region, really great. Year before that, they did make it to the final, and again faced that team where. They're just a lot better than you are, and there's not a much you can do about it. Um, but you're happy to be there. You're happy to win the region. Um, there's nothing they could do. I mean, they could lose 85 to nothing on Saturday, and I'm not going to look I at the season care. any differently. It was a great year. I wouldn't care. Um, their defense, you know what? I give them credit. They they did enough this year. Yeah. They weren't great. They did but, just enough. But, I mean, at this point, you know, let's say they do win Saturday. Then it's like, I really do not care. You had a great season. Oh, yeah. Anyth- <laughs> anything more than winning this region yeah. is gravy on top, icing on the cake, cherry on top, Yeah, whatever. Now, uh, it, it, for so, me, it's almost, it's almost time to look ahead to next season, just briefly. There's not, there's not a whole lot you can yeah, do. Yeah, real quick. So, Ferris State... When the matchup was first announced, I looked at the uh, numbers from SP Plus, and so Ferris State, after last week, they are ranked third in the country, an SP Plus rating of 26.5. And I looked at the ratings and I said, I would set the line at this if you were if you were a uh, game of skill man. Ferris State minus nine and a half. And then the projection came out from SP Plus exactly. Shepard is number 11 with an SP Plus rating of 18.2. Mm-hmm. Putting the projection for this game at Ferris State, 45.2. Shepard, 35.9. A total of 9.3. Yeah. So it's about what we expected. And if they were to lose this game... If 40- they lose this game by 10... That's fine. But by that score, especially. Oh, yeah. If for whatever reason their defense holds them to 20 points and Shepard scores 10 points, then I'd be like, ah, oh, man, this great offense, yeah. 10 points, which I, I doubt is going to happen. I say that now. They could be the greatest defense in D2 ever. But, um, yeah, I mean, if they lost 45-35, I'm walking out of there like, man, like we, we had a great team this year. I'm already thinking that. Oh, but yeah. Then I, that, that makes me think even higher of them, to be quite honest, because I don't expect anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, just not a thing. Um, nope. And Saturday, some people be like, "Oh, Ryan, you're a big Shepherd guy." They get embarrassed. It'll be no. I'm really not. I'm not going to be there. I don't expect there's me neither. It's going to be. I probably won't watch most of this game. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be on my it. way to Baltimore if I can. If I can find a stream or find somebody with an ESPN Plus login because I do. I do not have ESPN Plus. But talk um, to Shep. <laughs> talk, talk to talk. I got a guy for that. Um, Shep. But <laughs> Shep, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 all, all gravy. Right. So, hey, whatever you want to do, Shepard, just go yeah. out there. I say have fun. Go for it. O- empty the go ahead. Empty the playbook. Right. I'm sure you got. Some oh trick- yeah. I mean, I haven't seen many trick plays from them. No, I don't, they not, not, not that I can remember. They haven't needed them. Nope. You're scoring forty. With with their final total, probably ended up being low forties for the season. I imagine they they were forty eight for a while. They had some playoff yeah. games scoring in the thirties. So probably where they ended up. But hey, listen, empty the playbook. Get at it next oh, year. Oh yeah. I mean, you're never gonna see that team again. Most likely, 
No. I mean, if 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 you do, it's going to be in a big situation where it's a totally. If you're playing team. Ferris State again, it's in the national. It's in the final four again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, because you're you're just not going to see them in region ever, ever. <laughs> and so, for me, it's I'm already this week. I've thought ahead to to next season where it's going to be Tyson Bajant coming back. Yeah. It's going to be most of that offense coming Ryan back. Ryan Beach. You're going to lose Josh. Oh, he was only a freshman. Ryan Beach is a freshman. You're going to lose Josh Gonteric. But listen, they've they've lost, you know. I believe they, they'll only lose Chris Lane from the off from the, from defensive, the defense. Side. Um listen, the defense has been up and down in recent years. If the defense can just take one step forward, that's all yeah. you need. Yes. If they can allow five less points a game on average, you're going to have a very special football team. Um, they should yeah, for them they, for that, that defense, one. I would say it's it's you hate to say this because you'd like them to be better overall and just by any advanced metric better, but if you can be good situationally and you can be, force more turnovers, you yeah. know, where it's like be good in the red zone, um, pass happy teams, get an interception or two, yes. your offense will be great next year. Um, they'll plug and play whatever receiver you saw. Um, his first name escapes me, but Moss, come on later in the year. Yep. Um, skinny, fast guy, real good length. Um, you've seen it in past years. Billy Brown left. They, they're all, The receiver core got better. Devin Phelps left. Yep. It, the Tyson's numbers went up. So I don't worry about that offense at all. It's just defense take a step up, and then maybe next year things go your way a little bit. Maybe you, you win the playoff games by a, a touchdown that's not late. Maybe you just win the playoff game outright. <laughs> in regulation easily a few minutes left take some knees and then maybe you get to this game here this is obviously looking very far ahead but let's say you get to this game here and then maybe you do have some hopes maybe you manage to snag a home game or something like that yep. um it's all uphill from here uh for Shepard as long as Bajan's there um because as long as he there is as long as Bajan is there I'm not worrying about anything gonna be a good team yeah and he should win the Harlan Hill so uh pretty unanim- unanimously and if he doesn't then you know We'll it's a joke inter- award. We'll, we'll have to intervene. At that it's a joke point, award if he doesn't we'll, win. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, and hopefully we won't have to cross the bridge because if highly disputed, I don't think that's a problem. If highly disputed's crossing the bridge, you messed up. Yeah, that's the last thing that you want to see. It's highly disputed crossing the bridge. I mean, we crossed that bridge uh, on Saturday over in the uh, over into PA, exactly town of PA, and uh, and we saw what happened. Yeah, look what happened. Exactly. Just watch out for yourself if you're listening. Exactly. All of you. Even you. It's not just the voters. It's you. That's and right. I know you're thinking. No, they're not talking about me. No, you. Yeah, we're talking. No, actually, we're talking about you specifically. Yeah. I, I know. Hear you. I a, see you. You're in a room. You're by yourself. It's you. There's no look around you. I want you to l- just stop. Right. You're on your phone. Whatever. Just put your phone down. Look around the room. Yeah. Look at the ceiling. Look at the floor. Look at the door. Now look in the mirror. And stay locked in on that, because we are. That's right. We see you. You're over. You're done, Cody. <laughs> Uh, just watch your back moving on yeah shepherd women's basketball uh, shepherd uh, uh, first of all shepherd basketball in general the men's the men's team is doing pretty well without their point guard still exactly yeah so uh but i think the big story of the week was as we were driving up to kutztown the women's basketball team the ladies rams upset top 10 nationally ranked the gannon knights Made easy work of them. They really honest. did. They kind of did. It looked like any other game this year. Honestly, they took care of business real good. And they were, I think they were in a spot where they were like others receiving votes in the coach, in that the uh, 
you know they're on the fringe in that you know. pole. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so they won that game and they jumped to third in the region, which I don't know if they were. Were they in the top? They were in the top eight. They were like seventh. Uh, they, I believe they were at, started at ninth. I think they jumped to fifth. I want to say fifth or sixth, and then um, from there they are now third. It's hard with the regional rankings because they come out, and it's hard to find older versions of it. They place the <laughs> unless you find an old article, it's hard to go back and look at the rankings themselves. Um, but they were in the they've been in the five to nine range all year. Um, last year really didn't get into that um they got kind of snuck into the top 10 in the region last year later in the year um but a few conference losses lost some close games that kind of did them in uh nothing terrible just you lose some games you know your your team is top heavy and sometimes your big three don't produce the way you need to against good teams and that's kind of what happened to them but yeah but this game against gannon this game against gannon it was sid and marley both scoring 20 points mm-hmm. and who what you would say your top star player obviously Sid and Marley are captains your graduate players uh Abby Beeman didn't crack double digits in that game no. she had a bad night shooting bad shooting and game. they still won now without having watched the game it's hard to say if it was Gannon missing open shots or if it was Shepard playing good defense now I'm going to assume it's a little bit of both because yeah. you got Hannah Myers playing defense. Marley always plays good defense. Sid down low is a is a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby is a good hustle player. Gets a lot of good hustle rebounds. Can steal the ball. Poke it. Poke in. Oh, poke away in the a uh, passing lane. Things like that. So I mean, this is a a good, well rounded team. Yeah, I'll tell you what jumps out to me are a couple things. First off, is Marley leading score with twenty. Yeah. Um, she was four four from three point range. I think that's this thing that I've already said on the show at least once. Marley is a bit streaky when it comes to shooting. When she is on her game, yeah. this team is hard to beat, and that's exactly what you see right there. Because there's times when she does struggle from three-point range, and she kind of starts working in the mid-range game to get herself going. Um, that's where I find her yep. more reliable than anything is her mid-range shot. Um, for her to go 4-4 four, four from three is fantastic. Um, Abby, like you said, not a great shooting night, but that's what pops out to me is she had nine assists. That's very yes. good, considering she's one of the three scorers. I mean, sometimes oh, yeah. sometimes they have games where they don't play a good team. The big three score all the points. You might have one or two other players score total. <laughs> right. Like, not exaggerating. So, for her to have nine assists to anybody um, is very impressive. I imagine Marley got her a few of those off those three-pointers. Um, but 3-16 shooting, it's good to see that, you know, she did have those nine assists. Five rebounds as well. She can rebound pretty well for her size and for her position. Um, so that's good for her. Uh, I imagine she's still playing defense. I don't believe I have the steals up on this score sheet. Say. Let's see here. Um, steals. She'd have four steals as there well. There you go. So that's 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 all you ask from her. Exactly. Um, you got Maddie White coming in. One of one. Made a free throw. Couple steals. And that's all you it's need good from game. her as well. So, exactly. I mean, it's, that's that's all this team is. That's all they need. If they yeah. stay healthy, they can keep rolling with that because they've proven with that formula they can still beat a good team. Yeah, I mean it feels like they can keep up with just about any team in the uh, in the country really because they're going to get a test against another like top five or six nationally ranked team against the uh, IUP on December eighteenth. December eighteenth uh, on very, the road as well. Next this one was at home, but that's next on the road. Saturday, a game that I was 
almost going to be calling if it weren't for me uh, being at a Christmas party in Baltimore <laughs> that day. I would be calling that game myself uh, in Indiana, Pennsylvania. And I will be at a Christmas party in Pittsburgh. So uh, there you go. We're, all, we're off to our we're, – we're such caricatures of, like, these are our football <laughs> teams. Oh, I have a Christmas party in that city that yes. weekend. But – um, yeah, so I mean that's gonna be a big that's gonna be the big test on the road nah, against IUP. Assuming they take care of business next couple games, right? They're seven and zero right now. You figure Virginia State this weekend. They've beaten them in the past. Should be eight zero. Pitt Johnstown, no, nothing special. Just that's the conference opponent. You don't see too often. Yeah. They are on the other uh, other um, side of the conference. You hope to win that game. Also, all the, on the road as all these games are. Uh, pretty much all of the month of December. They do not play a home game until January 8th. Yeah. So at that point, you hope to be... Kind of ridiculous. You hope to be 9-0 and going to IUP. Schedule? So at that point, if you're 9-0 and going to IUP, it, you lose. It doesn't hurt you too much. Um, the, the thing is, is you got Gannon already, right? That's a game yeah. that maybe, at least from the voters' perspective, region, nationwide, whatever you might have it, uh, they they don't assume you're going to win that game. That team's ranked above nope. you. Um, so IUP is going to be another one of those. You Currently, IUP is ranked eighth in the country. Now Gannon, I don't know why Gannon was that high. They don't. I don't know either. I've never heard anything about them. They don't seem like anything special. IUP, I know for a fact, is a massive school. It's one of the largest schools in the conference. Great football team, usually great men's basketball team. So to see the women up there is no surprise. I'm sure they're very good. Gannon. Gannon's got some good programs, but I, just, I didn't understand that. They they must have had something, some great player. Who They've just fallen to fourth in the country, or fourth in the region. Uh, they've fallen out of the top 25 in the rankings. Uh, they were fourth in the region with 42 points voting. Uh, Cal PA is there at fifth. Shepard is third now, 7-0, 48 points received. With 53 points, one first-place vote. Glenville State, and then first in the region is IUP with the mm. other five first-place votes, 8-0, 59 points in the uh, voting rankings. They had just beaten Kutztown by 15 and Westchester by two. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're, they're, um, the girls are in a, a similar, I'd say comparable situation to um, the last season they played last season. Uh, I think what you ago. can say, I think it's what we expect, what we should have expected from this is this is the best team you're going to have. Yeah. See what you do with it. So far, so good. You've gotten yourself up to third in the region. You've gotten yourself nationally ranked. See what you can do with it. See if you can keep it up. See if you can keep it up against this tough competition. IUP against all these other teams in the PSAC. You're going to have Shippensburg on like January 19th, I think it is. Because mm-hmm. I know I remember that it's a day that I'm doing something else, and I'm very uh, disappointed about that. That it, It's that Shippensburg game in Shippensburg, I should say. And you know you got your other teams here. You got Kutztown sixth in the region, and I mean you got a lot of teams receiving votes that are in the PSAC, but just outside of the regional rankings there. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's a um, team with a lot of potential. You got Abby Beeman in her third year, her second year of actually playing, her third year of college. Uh, three years removed from high school. You've got Sid and Marley in their graduate season, their COVID year, their redshirt senior season, fifth year, essentially. An extra year that you should not have gotten if it were not for <laughs> a global pandemic. Thank you, pandemic. Thank you, pandemic. A fifth year of Sid and Marley, even though the, that fourth year was one game against Liberty. 
and like three games against random teams. <laughs> was it even three? <laughs> it might have been two. Yeah, not much. I not think it was much, two. Not a, not a real season. Uh, no, not, not a even real close. One. But it's going to be a big stretch. Um, so last season, as I mentioned, they were – so this year they – we assume – you don't want to assume any game, even for a good team, but we can hope they'll be 9-0 and going to IUP. Um, and that'll be a big game at that point. You yeah. assume a couple teams will drop down – and lose a lose a game here or there. So last last we saw, um, this was uh, let's see here. This would have been a couple of seasons ago, December twentieth. They played IUP at home, lost ninety one to seventy six. Yeah, I kind of remember that game. It was that uh, was uh, that was not a great day for Shepherd basketball as both IUP teams came in and handled business. But that team yeah. at that point was eight and one. Yep. This team we hope nine nine and zero. Yep. Um, but they were eight and one lost that game. They did go on after that stretch, including the IUP game. They lost three of five after that. So mm. if you do, if you do end up going nine and zero, you hope if you man somehow, not somehow, if you do drop that game, very realistically could. Yeah. You hope after that, then it's you should probably expect to lose that game. Yeah, but just really. expect it, and then you go in. If you win, you win. Um, it feels good. Build off of that. If you lose, yeah. bounce right back. Yeah. Um, because that's the thing is is. All the losses would come in flurries. Not that there were many, obviously. Um, but it was, you know, three of five there. Um, lose two out of three at another point. Uh, they just kind of came in bunches, it seemed. Um, but to good teams, I'll give them that. Uh, a couple of games they probably shouldn't have dropped. But, you know, you're losing to IUP, Cal, Shippensburg. Now, this year, Shippensburg, probably not as impressive. Still a decent team. But um, there's going to be those tough games. It's a tough, tough conference, but... You're picked second in your your side of the conference in the East for a reason. The team above you is underperforming, so at this point, you're you're probably the assumed front runner based on the standings. They're definitely the front runner. Yes. Um, but it's still early, so we'll see. Um, but they haven't shown me anything yet to make me, you know, not believe in their ability to go far. And at this point, I would say, which was probably the hope before the season as well, because they were they just missed out a couple years ago. Is let's get into the NCAA playoffs and then see what we can do there. Um, because it's basketball, it's one game. It can be very random and chaotic. Um, let's just let's see what happens. Shepherd we will women. see what happens. They're looking good, man. They are. They really are. So I think that's our shepherd talk for the for the day. I think we can transition, and we'll get into and the the people who uh the people who followed us on Twitter for the the shepherd stuff have turned off the podcast, <laughs> and the people that have been following us are just tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What up, Biff? All right, so we're gonna transition into our weekly segment here. My picks segment for the week is over. College football. We might get into it. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. The playoff is here. The playoff is kind of what we expected. Alabama beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, which I didn't really expect. But it's Alabama. Alabama, it's- Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan, Georgia. You got that. You got your other bowl games that I'm not going to be making picks on the spread against because why it's would I do game. that for a bowl game? A month to prepare. Players that players sitting out, yeah, half, player, half the players aren't going to play. Uh, ended the season at 85, 81, and 2. Okay. Putting me at just over 51%. So did pretty well. That's a majority. It's a majority. If you do, you know... Same thing here and there. Uh, good stuff. If you if you're a smart better, Dylan won you money. So leave it at that. Exactly. Yeah. 
And we're talking. We're still talking to you if, if you forgot. So Cody, wake up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but our NFL pick segment, we're still going strong. What week is it? Week fourteen. Week fourteen. We got an extra week of these. Yeah. Uh, so fourteen. Yeah, there's gonna be. Let's 14, just. 15, like, we just gotta stop and pause. There's gonna be a week eighteen this year. Exactly. So just it's about just to say, weird. we got. It's weird. Four more weeks after this one, Oof. and it's week fourteen. We're gonna be with you for all of that. It's too many. Which we'll games. get into. It's just way too many. But we're still. We still have bye weeks in week fourteen. By the way. That's so disgusting. There's only 14. I think there's, there's a bye week four, next week, too. There's only 14 games this week. I think there's like a bye week next week, too. <laughs> but whatever. All right. We're going to get into Sticks Picks here for week 14 of the NFL season. We're getting there. About three quarters of the way through. We are getting there. Here we go. <laughs> so we are 113, 80, and 1 on the year. We've been consistent, but still not where I want to be the past few weeks. Eight and six, been eight and seven a couple weeks before that. So we'll get into it here. Undefeated week, here we go. Thursday, right now, Vikings-Steelers. This matchup feels even, so I'll go with the home team on a short week. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Seahawks-Texans. Despite their nail-biting win last week, the Seahawks are still bad, but the Texans are worse. Browns-Ravens. The Ravens have some stuff to figure out. The Browns just had a bye week. Should be a close one. The Browns will eke it out, just barely. Saints, Jets, going with the Saints on extra rest here, but I'm not confident, even against the Jets. Saints are bad right now. Cowboys, Washington. I've doubted Washington in recent weeks, and they've proven me wrong, but not this week. How about them Cowboys? Titans, Jags, must win for the Titans here, in my opinion. Colts are on their tail. Luckily, the Jags are some booty this year, so the Titans should get that win. Falcons, Panthers, this is your meh matchup of the week. Picking the Falcons, because why not? Chiefs, Raiders, yet another win for the Chiefs on their way to another AFC championship. Yeah. I'll just call it now. Yeah. Sunday late window, Chargers, Giants. Are the Chargers for real? Is anyone for real? Here's what I think. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. Chargers. Broncos, Lions. Lions go back to usual business this week. Maybe the Broncos' 11-minute drives will result in points this week against the Lions. Yeah. Bengals, 49ers. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think this will be a decent game. I like the Bengals at home, though the 49ers are favored, one and a half, which is hmm. interesting. Bucks, Bills, unlike last week, the Bills will see more than three pass attempts. The main similarity this week is that the Bills will lose. Sunday Night Football, Packers, Bears, CBS definitely fought tooth and nail to keep that Bills-Bucks game because this game is terrible, Packers by a million. It's Monday Night Football, Cardinals, Rams, great game. Cards aren't going to sail through the playoffs, but they're this year's best regular season team. Big win for them on Monday night. Those are sticks, picks. Good timing on that one. That was m- one of the best timing of the year. Had some good analysis there with CBS fighting tooth and nail. I mean, CBS late windows, Bucks, Bills, Monday night, Cardinals, Rams. Sunday night football left with Packers, Bears. That is a that's disgusting. It's an, an L for them. They've had a few. Sunday night football. They've adjusted some things this year because Sunday night has not been. They great. Have, the slate has not been that good. Uh, they've they've had some close games. Um, I'll give them that, but uh, slate's not been good. Al no. Michaels taking multiple weeks off because the games aren't that good. Yeah. Not been great. I mean, even, you know, Chiefs Raiders early windows. What? I'd rather Chiefs Raiders on Sunday night if you're going to give me a, a not great game. Um, even Cow- I mean, listen, you throw the Cowboys in all those primetime games, can't give me Cowboys Washington in on Sunday night? I don't know, man. Any of that, man. Browns Ravens. Vikings Steelers even. Browns Ravens was literally just Sunday night football two weeks ago. That's true. That's true. That's true. Vikings Steelers. I mean, at least it has you know consequence. It's not a great game. But. They ain't moving those Thursday games. So got to get everyone. One. That's true. And the thing is, uh, people have been talking 
talking we're just talking about the TV time slots more than anything, but um there's talk about like the Monday night flex this year and that's a thing. Yeah. I think the reason they don't do that much is first off, I don't know that anybody like cares if the Monday night game's that good or not. Sunday no, nights where you like don't. you want the game. They don't. Um that seems like a logistical nightmare for fans. Let's yes. say you buy a plane ticket, you fly in Monday morning, you fly out Tuesday morning because you're on the road, you go into a Monday night game. If they change the game, let, you, you buy those plane tickets when the schedule comes out. You're buying that stuff in April, May, whenever. Um, they change the game to Sunday. You now have to cancel everything. If you don't have insurance on those tickets, you're out of luck. <laughs> it just seems like a mess. I understand why they might want to flex in a good game there. Um, but I, I can see why they've never done it and still, even with technically being allowed to have not right. flexed the game on a Monday night because changing the day of a game, you can change the time of a game. Yes. Make that, listen, if you're playing, if you're flying out and the game was at one and you're flying out at eight that night, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, The game's going to be in prime time, but yeah, you should be it. prepared for that, especially late in the year. Just yes. with weather, with whatever, but. Yes. Um, there's that, you know, the there's the thing of, you know, giving a team an extra day, uh, yeah. a less, one less day off. Or, you know, an extra day off before the game, things like that. That stuff's planned. I mean, guys, yes. I mean, like, obviously Thursday would never move, but, like, when guys play on Thursday, they do stuff that weekend. They go to their college yes. games. They spend time with their family. Like, they have a weekend off. That's not a exactly. bye week. That's a big deal for them. They get an extra day off when they're on a Monday game. Like, they don't get yeah. that, you know, they might not get that, you know, early day, like, coming into the week day off. Right. But they get that extra day of rest coming into the game. And if you flip that around, that's that throws it's the everything rest. off. I mean, there's stuff planned. Those guys go out and they do their photo ops, their charity work, whatever it might be. I mean, that's yeah. they're nonstop every day. I imagine by August, every player has every single day booked in their calendar through <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the games themselves. I think it's a decent slate, to be honest with you. I'm intrigued. Maybe it's just late, late in the year. So um, I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in here. Yeah, I'm into that. But going back, Rams Cardinals on Monday night. That is, uh, that's should be fun. It's exciting. That should be very fun. Talking about last week though. Ravens and Steelers. The Steelers are not good. No. And they beat the Ravens. Pretty like. Like the Ravens did not look good. I've been saying every week that this team, this Ravens team, they keep winning these close games. They keep getting basically carried by Lamar uh, for most of these wins that they have been getting. But every week, even last week after they beat the Browns, it's like, wow, this team is the one seed, and yet they are not good. I mean, it was like it was like thirteen nine. I mean, that game was sixteen ten something 16, like that. 10. Um, just nothing Lamar, impressive from anybody. Lamar really. threw four picks in that game. So, I mean, this basically came down to again, we're seeing the same problems. Offensive line, it's not there. It's starting, to, but now it's starting. And in a defense, the secondary isn't holding up. The off, I mean, there's more injuries. Marlon Humphrey is now out for the year. I don't know what the, you're going to do in that secondary. You've got Anthony Averett as your number one guy. I'm not a very big fan of. No, and then he, you've got he, he he jumps off the screen badly. If that makes sense, yes. it's hard to do on defense because at least sometimes if you're bad, he gets it's, targeted. It's a, it's a, a lineman lot. pushing you around, and that's not weird to look at. Or you're just off the picture entirely. Maybe the replay you catch, but yeah. he just is getting beat very obviously. Just 
watching the game live. If you watch the film, I imagine it looks really bad as well. Yeah, you got Tavon Young as your slot guy. He's still good. I mean, he's in, he's been injury prone, but when he was healthy, you know, one of the best slot corners in the league. I don't think he's been he from just observing, not that close, not like breaking down film or anything. I don't think he's been that level of guy. He's gone through so many injuries at this point, seasoning and injuries that I'm not surprised by that at all. So, I mean, it's at the point where the offensive line struggles are starting to get, and honestly, the probably the play calling as well, is starting to get into Lamar's head, and he's trying to go Superman mode, and it's not working out. And because he's got this pocket, you know, his pocket presence has never been good. I've talked about it before. Uh, he's not very good at stepping up in the pocket and they, knowing when to get let go of the ball. He's not throwing the ball away at all, pretty much, and it's leading to extra sacks. Uh, when he runs, when he scrambles, he always scrambles right straight up the middle. He always runs straight ahead just about almost every time instead of like looping around back to the uh, looping around to the right yeah. or even turning and running just get to the like, left just get like 4 yards and run out of bounds or hit the right. check down he always tries to like gun up the middle of the line and someone's always there to tackle him and yeah. it ends up being a sack for a loss of 2 yards i guess for him it's like if he's in the middle of the field and can somehow squeak through into the the second level that gives him the best opportunity to score because he's in the open field against whoever and so he can pick his pick his poison essentially and choose which direction he's trying to hit because the sideline does limit him. Um, but I think for the sake of the offense, it's just here's you know an easy five yards get out of bounds. Um, they just gotta make things easier for him. They they really do. Yes. Um, that there's Greg Roman's past concepts are not and is are as, not uh, helpful to a quarterback no. in terms of passing the ball. It's not they don't do many favors. I'm at the point where them losing that game to the Steelers jeopardizes their playoff chances. They were the one seed going into that game, and them losing that game jeopardizes their playoff chances because coming up this week, they're 8-4. They've got the Browns, who are coming off of a bye right after playing the Ravens. They've got the Packers, who look like maybe the best team in the league right now. Yeah, The Bengals in Cincinnati, the Rams in Baltimore, and then the Steelers again. They probably need to win two of those games to make the playoffs. That last week of the season in Baltimore against the Steelers, we can call that a win. That was a close game. They played, you know, they played poorly. That one was in Pittsburgh. This one's in Baltimore. We can call that a win. Mm-hmm. Can you confidently tell me that one of those four games before that, Browns in Cleveland, Packers, Bengals in Cincinnati, Rams in Baltimore, can you confidently call those any any of those a win? You can't. No, yeah, because if the Browns had played a game last week, just play, just didn't have a bye week, they just played a game, I'd say the Ravens probably go in there and, and find a way to win. But the Browns having three weeks to prepare, having an off week to rest, um, I don't I don't trust any of that on the Ravens' side. Uh, the Bengals are an up-and-down team, so maybe you catch them on a bad day. I mean, the, yeah. what, what they did to the Steelers – like 41 to 10 and then, and then they turn around and to lose 41 <laughs> to 22 to the chargers a team who's who's better than the steelers but it's they're not like 30 points better just like no. on a dime like that both games at home as well um so maybe you catch the 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 Bengals on a bad week other than that it's the, those it's like maybe that matchups. rams game in baltimore matt stafford's getting a little beat up maybe you catch them at a bad point in the season yeah i can't confidently i think because of the ravens because they have Lamar Jackson, because they have John Harbaugh, they'll find a way to pull out one of those games. Mm-hmm. But I'm not confident about it. I can't yeah. clearly tell. I would, you know, I would, if you put a gun to my head, 
Cincinnati. They go into Cincinnati and they pull it out somehow. But and that's a team they've already they, that's already beat them badly. It's hard to do that yes. twice against a team. Yes. So I'll give them that. And I mean, just based on you know recent history of this season, I mean, they could have easily won the game on Sunday. They've had plenty of games where they've just played awful. I mean, they won. Lamar threw four picks. Lamar's like the whole team at the moment. He threw four picks and they still managed to yes. win. So you 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 realistically could manage to win any game. It's just a matter of like, okay, these teams. It's it's one thing against the Vikings or the Lions or one of those teams, um, even the Browns. Uh, but you pay the Packers. I mean, yeah. the second half, you can manage it against the Lions because. They're going to hand the ball off and hide their quarterback the second half. You can manage, you know, a couple, couple scores and stopping them. I mean, you, you get close against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to come right back out and throw it. They're not going to worry about <laughs> running the clock down, um, especially yeah. this year where it's uh, he can do whatever he wants in that franchise. So it's going to be tough sledding for him. But the, the thing that helps the Ravens is every other team in the division has a schedule. Uh, maybe not that hard, but um, upper – upper you know quarter of the league in terms of uh strength of schedule so we'll see it's going to be a crazy week i mean each sunday the playoff picture is going to be completely jumbled around oh yeah so um, i think uh, the chiefs are favored minus nine and a half against the raiders another week they're getting almost 10 points so i think we've officially reached the point of the season where the the mahomes the mahomesing is inevitable yeah where they had a rough start to the season, but they've grinded out since then. Since they lost to the Bills on Sunday night, 38-20. to Right? Man, even I, sh- I could say, since they lost to the Titans, 27-3. to Oof. That one was bad. <laughs> Beat the Giants by three. So that was, that was, I think that was the end of their skid. That was the end of their skid. Last four weeks... I guess the last five weeks because they had a bye week in there. You beat the Packers. 13-7, but you beat the Packers. Also, that was that Aaron Rodgers, but you beat them. Yeah. Last three weeks in particular, beat the Raiders, 41-14. Beat the Cowboys, 19-9. Hold that Cowboys uh, offense to nine points. Yeah. Beat the Broncos, 22-9. This week is going to be very telling. They play the Raiders again. Uh then they finished the season with the Chargers in L.A., the Steelers at home, the Bengals in Cincinnati, and the che- and the uh, Broncos in Denver. I mean, they could win all of those games and finish 13-4. and th- four. I assume they'll lose one here or there, but it can still be good enough for them to be the one seed, the two seed, three seed, a home, home divisional round game. Thir- 13 wins is, is the one seed in the AFC. It feels like the Chiefs are just going to win the AFC. Yeah. Because I mean, none of these other teams are. I mean, don't don't talk to me about the Patriots. No, don't no chill. Don't I don't mean, I don't, they I don't care. Yeah, get out of here. I don't care. Mac Jones won a game by passing the ball three times. It was in a blizzard. It was in it was in a it was in a tornado. <laughs> I don't. It was in it was in everything. A bomb, I do not, What do they call it? a bomb cyclone? We th- we've thrown that word out there with the weather. It's, it's honestly it's whatever. But the Chiefs. What the Packs. And out? by the way, Patriots. Sat- Saturday game is their next game. They have a bye week this this week. Mm. This is their bye week. Which is week fourteen, kind of wild. <laughs> Season's over. Saturday, December eighteenth, we have two Saturday night ga- Saturday games: Raiders and Browns, and then Patriots Colts. The Colts are an interesting team yeah. because they are legitimately pretty good. That Thursday, by the way, Thursday the sixteenth, 
Chiefs Chargers on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Week from tonight. Pretty good slate there. And you got Packers Ravens on Sunday. Oh, that's a good slate. Hold good. on, that's now. a good weekend. They got it spread out though, man. Saints Bucks on Sunday night. Let me snort it. Vikings Bears on Monday night though. Uh, right. They can't. They can't all be good. No, they. But can't. the Chiefs are are interesting because all the talk was about how bad. First off, their defense was. Yes. And in turn, their offense was bad because they were trying to force it. Now it's their offense. They're they show signs of getting better. Um, they're still a team that can just put up 20, 25 points on accident. Their defense has been a lot better. I mean, they got to avoid Aaron Rodgers, which helped, but they played a legit Cowboys team and pretty much shut them down. They had nothing going that game. If their defense can play like that and they can just stay healthy on offense, they don't even have to get much better on offense. Um, Because the NFL this year, um, everybody's inconsistent. So... If they can just avoid red zone turnovers at the bare minimum and their defense keeps doing what they're doing, I don't know if anybody's going to beat the Chiefs till the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it might just be the Buccaneers again. It might like, be. Right now it kind of looks like the Packers, but the Packers are one of those teams where you kind of expect them to falter uh, in the NFC Championship game, not really to the fault of Aaron Rodgers, but you expect them to fault because of the team around him. And there's you no, saw, you there's saw not really any reason. Sad. Yeah, there's not really any reason to think that this team is different. I mean, we'll see it when they get there. They could always. It only takes one game, really, because usually they're at the point where they're they're at the point where you know they'll have a home playoff game. They might get the one seed, depending mm-hmm. on how the NFC West shakes out. They could have that home playoff game in the divisional round. Get yourself to the NFC Championship game, and all you got to do is that have that one good game. Yeah, and then you're in the Super Bowl. And they still have not found it for ten years now. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, been really something. But you have them, you have the Buccaneers, you have the Cardinals and the Rams, which are two teams that haven't really proven. I mean, Matt, uh, the Rams have proven they can get there. It's a slightly different team, slightly different offense, different quarterback. Quarterback who has, ne- I believe, n- still never won a playoff game. No. And, and uh, a team that's only really had a couple playoff runs. Like you had that run, one run to the Super Bowl. You've won divisional playoff game or wild card playoff games here and there. Sean McVay has proven he can win playoff games. Yeah, Matthew Stafford hasn't. Well, even last, I mean, last season they went to Seattle and won a playoff game. Exactly. So <laughs> Seattle, man, speaking of, that's talk about something that they're not doing. Guess this that year, hosting a playoff game. Now, huh? Yeah, huh? hosting anyway, a draft, maybe. Yeah, really. <laughs> so you're seeing that the Cardinals are the team that interests me most because they are st- currently the number one seed. They're going. They're playing the Rams on Monday night. I think it's going to be a very interesting game. After they play that game, they get the Lions, the Colts, the Cowboys. Three, uh, the Colts and the Cowboys, those are two not not easy games. No. And then you finish off with the Seahawks, who I think are going to have a little bit of momentum going into the end of the year because they do get a couple games against the Texans this week, the Bears in a couple weeks, the Lions they're going to be coming they're going to be coming into this uh game. They're going to be coming into that week 18 game. <laughs> they just beat the 49ers. They should beat the Texans. Maybe they pull off an upset against the Rams. They should beat the Bears at home. They should beat the Lions at home. Then you get that week 18 game. So that could be an interesting last week of the season game there mm-hmm. where Seattle's probably sitting at 8 and 8, mm. 7 and 9 and they play that last game. Arizona maybe needs that wild card spot because they should beat the Lions. If they lose to the Rams, lose to the Cowboys, beat the Lions, 
maybe they maybe the Colts could even upset them. That's a lot of losses that get thrown around right there. Yeah, they'll they'll need that game. That'll be very interesting. So the NFC is very interesting because there's always Tom heavy. Brady. It's a little top heavy. It's it's those really those top four teams, and then I mean Washington's sitting in a playoff spot right now. Like what's yeah. that? <laughs> or I guess you could say it's at top five because Cowboys are still pretty interesting a team. Yeah. They're they're not to be forgotten. They're not to be overlooked entirely. But it's really that top five, and then six and seven is going to be like Washington and uh, I mean the Vikings could Minnesota, sneak in. the, the Vikings, Atlanta, yeah. The thing about the Maybe Vikings Phillies. is is they are one of these teams who just loses every close game. They've had a touchdown lead in every single game they've played. Yep. They could easily rattle off. I wouldn't be surprised if they would go on. I don't know their schedule, but off the top of my head, just like maybe four out of five or something like that yep. to finish the year. That wouldn't be shocking at all. I still wouldn't be blown away by that team no matter what. I wouldn't pick them to win any playoff games, but they could easily be sitting there at six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're... Five, what are they, five and seven right now, um, and they're perfectly capable. If they can just stay healthy and not give up literally a 100-some points in the last two minutes of quarters or last two minutes of halves the rest of the year, um, they should be just fine. But if they play the, Pack- they play the Packers again, they got to, right? That'll be yes. the game. That, that's I the think game. it's on a Sunday night right now. They're gonna they're gonna rattle off some wins, and then the Packers are gonna rip their heart out, which is how it normally goes for the Vikings. Yep. Um, but li- they, listen, they'll they'll be competitive. They, they should win tonight. I mean, I coming off that that uh that loss, short week at home. Yep. Against a team who's coming off a close, emotional, divisional win. Um, you should win that game, but we'll yep. see. The, both these teams play close games, so it'll come down to the last. Three minutes, I imagine, but and that's our show. That is our show. <laughs> that is our show. Highly disputed, WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University, Dylan Bishop and Ryan Stickle. Normally, this would be our last show of 2021 because this is finals week at Shepherd University, and normally we would take our hiatus. We would come back around towards the end of January. <laughs> the Super Bowl. And, whoa, the Super Bowl is here. Yeah. And we miss all of the end of the regular season and the playoffs. We can't really talk about them because we only got an hour. We kind of got to sub them up a little bit and sum up all the uh, toss, uh, the uh, turns of the tide that have happened. College football finals and this and that. and Exactly. Yeah. But as far as we know, the plan is set, in, uh, set right now for us to be continuing – doing this show every week over Shepard's winter break. That'll give us shows on December 16th, the 23rd, the 30th, and I want to say this the 7th of January, yeah. the 6th of January. And then I believe those are all those are all shows that would not have normally happened for us. No. So we're talking about week 15 we will be previewing week 15, 16, 17, 18. And then coming back at the beginning of that break, then I believe that's when classes are back in session. Normally, we would be off for a week or two because you know, yeah, you got uh, the those. first week or two uh, of class, and no one's everyone's kind of getting back in gear. They're time not really slot this. And time you got to you got to update the card that unlocks the radio station. <laughs> uh, you got to get that updated at the facilities office, and this and this and that. And by the time it happens, oh, the AFC and, uh, championship games here, <laughs> and that's when we get our first show back. But March Madness, <laughs> <laughs> this is March. That should not happen. We would instead. I mean, we'll get all these uh, things over the over the break, 
instead of us having to come back and immediately be like, boom, we're in the thick of basketball season. Mm-hmm. Football's almost over. We we'll have to talk about Shepherd basketball a lot and get ourselves some guests on the show from yeah. Shepherd Basketball. I think that's something that we're going to be able to do. I haven't reached out yet, but I think that's exclusive. something I think that's something we can do for Highly sure. Exclusive. We're going over our time, but Highly disputed at WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University, Dylan Bishop, Ryan Stickle. We will see you next week and the weeks following. Forever. We'll never die.